It's time for Twin Talk with Jose and Angel, identical twins who swam the placental waters together and have navigated life as identical individuals. At childhood, the brothers shared clothes, a room, and birthdays, thus fortifying their bond. Nevertheless, their differences became apparent. While Jose and Angel love country, family, and rock and roll, they rarely see eye to eye. The only constant is their unique alliance and rivalry. They may have shared the room, but they don't share opinions. And welcome to another edition of Twin Talk with Jose and Angel. I'm Jose. And I'm Angel. We are a little bit behind because you know what? This uh, traffic, this holiday traffic is crazy. Uh, you're, you're not kidding, man. It took me a long time to get here. Everywhere was crowded with cars, man. Everywhere. Everywhere? Everywhere. And then you got those drivers that uh, that are stingy. You know, I can tolerate a... A, a clueless driver more than a stingy driver. Those drivers, the ones that just like they they just hold the road. They 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 cut you off, uh, and then they get all mad. Like if they own it, I think they're cons- I think they're Republicans, eh? I think that's all. <laughs> You're not entitled for this lane. It's my lane. I was, I'm, I'm strangely quiet right now because I'm fixing something in the back of the board. You're a minority. You can't have this lane. Show me your papers. <laughs> Anyways, you're listening to Twin Talk with Jose and Angel radio show on uh, the largest internet radio network in the world. That's uh, live365.com. That's www.live365.com. Look for our radio station. It's called Twin Talk Cast Radio. And you can also go to our website. Uh, which we have our radio station there as well. It's www.twintalkcast.com. And this week we're going to have another show of the great, the awesome, the one and only News and Dirty Laundry here at Twin Talk with Jose and Angel. Every week we have Jackie Casas, which is the, the uh, multimedia journalist from Telemundo NBC, the cool chick with the pink headphones. She's going to give us a skinny on the News and Dirty Laundry. What do you have lined up for the News and Dirty Laundry tonight? Hey, guys. Tonight on News and Dirty Laundry, the U.S. Senate has just released its CIA torture report. I'll tell you the most gruesome parts in the thousands of page report. Also, Time has released its Person of the Year. I'll let you know who got the coveted front page spot. And finally, a controversial photo popped up on Dodger's Twitter feed. Who was on it and why so controversial? I'll let you know all that and more. Don't coming mess, up don't mess, Laundry. I'm sorry to interrupt you. I apologize. Say, so that, rude. say that last line. Did she say Dodger feed? Yeah, she needs to say that last line. Dodger's Twitter feed. Say that last line because that's a tagline. Go ahead. All that and more coming up on News and Dirty Laundry. She's so good. One, uh, of these days, one of these days, she's going to get an agent. Shut up. She's going to get a real job and a real radio show. I'm mean, legit. <laughs> hey, but it ain't going to be with the twins, eh? But, you know, don't do that, Jackie. No, never. I can <laughs> never leave my boy. Don't give her any ideas, Jose. Anyway, if you haven't listened to us before, we are Jose and Angel. We are identical twins. We do share DNA, but we don't share opinions. We talk about, <laughs> we meet here every week on Thiel, in Thiel Luis's Garage, and uh, we just kind of hash it up and talk about what's going on in the world and with, with our unique twin perspective. Also, we have guests and things like that. Yeah, what did we have last week? Last week, we had a great, great guest. We have a, a band called Thick as Thieves, 
and uh, they were on our show, and they talked about their um, their upcoming uh, CD that just dropped. Actually, that had just dropped. Yeah, it's called uh, Love Me Blind. We played one track, maybe two tracks out of there, and they performed a couple of acoustic jams. You should check them out, Egg. Go to our uh, website, and you can listen to that podcast and all our podcasts on www.twintalkcast.com. Just go there, push play, download it on your gadget, eh? You could take us anywhere, eh? Anywhere. Hey, and you know if you have an Android phone, you can also get the um, Live 365 app and look for Twin Talk Cast Radio. I do that. I listen to our radio station, uh, which is playing 24-7. It plays previous podcasts on there as well, plus a bunch of cool music, mainstream media that you hear all the time. and Mainstream media, mainstream music. Music. And some independent artists... That are part of the empire, the twin empire. So yeah, you can get that, <laughs> or if you, or download your, um, you know, you can go to Podcast Republic. That's another podcast um, app, and uh, you can catch us there. Uh, you can catch a, a radio show and podcast on uh, different platforms. Search Twin Talk with Jose and Angel. How was your week, brother? Pretty good, man. Pretty good. Uh, I'm trying to remember what I did this week. <laughs> Next, we had an awesome weekend, man. Uh, we pretty much. Um, what I tried to do this weekend is really just relax because I've been dealing with this thing on my foot. It's plantar fasciitis. I don't know where this comes from, man. Uh, you know what? Can I just tell you? I suffered from it for a short period of time. Um, there are different theories on how it happens, but guess what? Uh, one thing that helps, actually really will help it is uh, losing weight and getting um, uh, fit where you're, where you're distributing your weight evenly by working out your core and your legs and your quads and your calves and strengthening the minute most importantly let me finish the minute muscles in your feet so if you can go to like to the beach where it's not painful or wherever there's sand and just walk barefoot where you're not going to injure your your feet because what happens as we get as we get um into this first world we get used to buying shoes that have thicker foam and on the heels like the sneakers and stuff and we, we lose the muscles in our feet that keep us stabilized and things like that. And um, and so you need to strengthen those minute muscles in the feet. So walk barefoot in the sand and grass and stuff like that. That's a, that's good advice. That's why I'm a nudist. Eh? I don't want to lose <laughs> this muscle right here. Eh? <laughs> Shoo! No, you're right. I've, I've actually uh, restarted my... Uh, my yoga uh, regimen, and uh, that's been helping. Eh? So, so I, I kind of took it easy this weekend to kind of get off my foot because I, I'm hoping to this weekend, if you want, well, let's go up to Mount Bali, do the, uh, the summit. <laughs> I'm just laughing at a post somebody made. Anyway, so we thank you so much for listening to our show. You can give us a call at 626-275. To win. That's 626-275-8946. Give us a call throughout the show with your comments, questions, or suggestions for um, anything, you know, today is going to be uh, pretty much an open mic. Uh, we're going to have an extended news and dirty laundry segment with other, our very own Jackie Casas. But uh, we'll see what happens tonight. Hey, check it out. There's supposed to be like a lot of rain up north this week, like in San Francisco, Sacramento area, like like 50 mile winds and, and like a lot of rain in like a little while. Man. Um, I'm escaping that. I actually got called to go up to the Pacific Northwest. As a matter of fact, right now, the the Spokoko Hohakiham River. <laughs> In, in in Washington is overflowing. Really, so the Pacific Northwest is is uh, is going to be in a big deluge. Sandbag it, eh? 
I stayed up all night on Friday, man. You can use my bags. So, anyway. <laughs> I don't know how it happened, Jackie. Some people, my nephews and nieces came over. And next thing you know, we're partying. Next thing you know, the sun came up. Eh? Anyway, I escaped it um, <laughs> because um, um, they, were tr- they, were go- they were going to send me out today, uh, oh tomorrow night God. to cover that. But um, I have another client that I'm working for. Uh, this Friday. Guess what I'm shooting on Friday? What are you shooting? I'm shooting a behind the scenes of a photo shoot with uh, Bar Raffaele, supermodel, ex-girlfriend of Leonardo DiCaprio. Yes. Oh, really? And some other guy. She was, oh, she dated. girl. She dated uh, Kelly Slater, too. Didn't she date Adam Levine? I don't know. Adam's a jerk. Let me know when you do Scarlett Johansson. He's a jerk and a whore, so Maybe. (laughs) Let me know when you do Scarlett Johansson, eh? Uh, I'll be there. Been there, done that. Move on. Um, <laughs> anyway, no, doing a behind-the-scenes photo shoot with her in, in Hollywood, and it's for a client from out of the country, mm-hmm. and I, I can't pull out. I told them, you know what, I can't pull out of this client because they're coming from out of the country for me to shoot for them. Plus, frankly, I love what I do. I love my job, but I don't necessarily like the idea of flying to natural disasters unless I have to. I mean... Natural disaster, Bar Raffaele. Natural disaster, you Bar Raffaele. You know, I think you can, I would rather have a heart attack with Bar Raffaele than at a natural disaster. <laughs> you know what? You can argue that they're CPR both. army, baby. You can argue that both both of them are acts of God. You could. Yeah. 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 So, yeah. anyway, I'm going to be in town. Plus, my one's, sense. But one's wetter than the other. But one's. But and, <laughs> and if this turns out to be the deluge that they expect, there's going to be you know floods and mud, mud, mudslides and things like that in the Pacific Northwest, uh, which I've covered many times. I'm glad I don't have to. Plus, my son's birthday is uh, we're having a birthday party for him. Little thing with his friends on Saturday, so I'm staying in town. All right on. Yeah, you better. Shoot. That's a, that's good for you, man. Plus, I'm picking up my daughter Nalani on fr- on Sunday from the airport. She's coming from college. Oh, good. So I got a busy weekend. Nailani. And so there you have it. I have a busy weekend. I'm going to stay in town. Cool. There you have it. Anyway, so what what did you do this weekend, man? Um, I put up the Christmas tree. I put up the Christmas tree. I noticed it. It's alive. Yeah. What I uh, why you buy a live one for you? I like live trees because I don't believe in sustainable trees. But anyway, I I, the boys and I went to their mother's house, put up the Christmas lights there. Spent the whole day on the roof putting up Christmas lights in their house. And then we came home and drove to the Christmas tree place, bought a Christmas tree, brought it home, and with my daughter, their sister, my grandchild, my two sons, we uh, put the we put the decorations up in the tree and in the house, and so we had a really Christmassy drinking hot cocoa time. You know, I wonder what leaves a bigger footprint on 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 the uh, ecological system, ecological uh, ecological system, <laughs> the manufacturing and distribution of plastic trees. Or the growing and cutting down and distribution of real trees. Well, here's the deal with trees. Here's the deal with trees. Um, those are being it's it's a misnomer to think that that they're not ecological because these these farmers are growing new trees all the time. They're not just chopping them down. There's a farm that they regrow and grow, and they take. I know ele- how that works. They eh? take about eleven. I'm, I'm saying this is for all of the audience, too, Angel. Oh, because you guys don't know. <laughs> Angel, uh, you're not the go only ahead. one that's listening here. Yeah, go ahead. Um, um, these trees take about 11 years to grow. I've seen a really, Christmas 11? tree farm. They have yeah. a lot of them in Oregon, where yeah. my sister yes, lives at. Yes, they do. And I've seen them, and it's, like, huge. Yeah. It's it's huge, these farms that they have. They have a lot of hemp trees over there, too. And I think it's a very sustainable um, 
uh, business because yes, they do grow the trees, and then after eleven years, whatever it takes, they sell them and then they get thrown away. But they're growing new trees all the time, and a lot of those trees end up in mulch plants and things like that. They don't get thrown in the trash, you know. They so get, you so you think that it's uh, a, uh, uh, the the plastic tree is worse for the environment than with it, and that it takes you know oil to make plastic. Yeah, and then you can't use it as mulch. You can't, but. You know, granted, you use them longer, but then you keep making more new. Yeah, more and more people are buying plastic trees all the time. They don't stop making them. They don't have that. Have you heard of the scissor grints? No, I haven't. Okay, like up north in Washington and Oregon and stuff. You know, there's a lot of plantations of marijuana up there. Yes. Particularly because a lot of the states are starting to be legalized. You know, of the so there's a lot of migrants. They're not. They're not like illegal immigrants they're actually migrants from within the united states the gold cut they snip they they take these jobs long jobs and they call them the scissor grits okay the immigrants scissor grits because they because they carry scissors and they clip and they clip they clip the marijuana 10 13 hours a day listening they listen to the radio all day sounds like a documentary it does and a lot of these people migrate over there looking for work over where to uh washington and oregon area and they go looking for work, you know, and it's a lot under the table, and they get paid by the pounds. Uh-huh. And so they call them scissors grits. And uh, but a lot of a lot of them come in, and they don't have jobs for them. Like they go in there in hopes of finding jobs because mm-hmm. they know. But you kind of have to know someone because you know the feds. It may be okay with the state, but the feds, you know what I mean? Yeah. So they don't just hire anyone. You know? Well, let's see. Um, let's, I, I'm, I'm thinking I'm, of doing that. I'm gonna try to call a source. Her name is Flo. She's from Washington. And see if we get her on the phone. And we'll you know it. any illegal scissor grinch? <laughs> let's see. This is a totally off the cuff, off the cuff phone call. The voicemail box. They probably uh, don't have an HR department that you can call and try to get some sort of work. <laughs> but we do have people from that area. So let's try and get this person to call. Um, in the meantime, scissor grinch. Where'd you hear about this? Um, I'm not going to tell you. <laughs> Actually, it was um, it was a uh, it was a, a piece that I heard on uh, one of the public radio stations, and it was it was a brilliantly uh, put together piece because they actually you know they, the way they do it on public radio, uh, but it's, and I, but I know people that do that on a regular basis. I just didn't. So realize, you actually know Braceros that do that? Uh, no, I know actually they're white people. They're actually white people that that live down here but during the season they go up there they're braceros but they're white but they're white braceros yeah by the way but they're snippers they're not pickers they're snippers did you close the gate by the way Luis's dog is out there I don't remember. I, <laughs> I gotta go check on oh, it. I no. think I did. We won't Anyways, can't get in touch with our connection from the uh, from the Pack Northwest, so we'll just have to move on. Anybody need a scissor grant? Hit me up, eh? <laughs> Ow! <laughs> well, it's time for your shout-outs because that's what we do. We love you guys, and we're so happy that you're part of the Twin Fire. And uh, your shout-outs are brought to you by Linus Jr. Mediterranean cuisine and concert venue while Jackie Jans is over there with the music. I'll give you a little more information on that later, but first I want to give a shout out. I, it's about time. Anna Garcia. We love the fact that you're there. You listen, you comment, you like. We love you. Uh, you there's your shout out. Also, a shout out to some BP people Rudy Robles, Rosie Hernandez. What's going on? Shoo! Also, want to give a shout out to a Red Rose Mafia Chola, a Chola with a cause, Myrna Frasto, and La Jefa. She's the boss. Also, want to give a shout out to my wife, 
Lulu, I love you, Peachy. My my daughter Samantha, my uh, my son uh, Angel Ray, my son Mario, and my baby in the bun, my baby bump in my wife's bump, baby bump. Uh, Abigail, I want to give you a shout out. I also want to give a shout out to Chito. Hey, Chito, why only me, eh? Why only me? Why are you always picking on me, eh? Uh, anyways, uh, your shout. There's your shout. Yeah. Also, I want to give a shout out. One special shout out to Sunday from Thick as Thieves. She's the, she's the vocalist, uh, piano player from Thick as Thieves, who was on our show last week. Uh, there's your shout out. Any shout outs, bro? Hey, I want to give a shout out to Dennis Funes, who's going to go up there to the Pack Northwest to cover that uh, storm and deluge. Thanks for covering my butt to get out there and do it. I appreciate it. I also want to give a shout out to Sarah. Sarah, you rock. Uh, shout out to Marty Fry, who was very generous this week. Uh, Marty Fry with The Voice. Thank you very much for that Christmas gift. Totally un- unexpected and uh, unnecessary, but appreciated. Thank you very much. Uh, very unnecessary. That's good uh, Good looking out. So the shout outs are brought to you by Aladdin's Junior Mediterranean Cuisine and Concert Venue. Uh, they're Aladdin's Junior Mediterranean Cuisine and Concert Venue. They're in the city of Pomona in downtown Pomona on 2nd Street. They have great Mediterranean food, great selection of beer and music on the weekends. Tell them the twins sent you. All right, we'll be right back with news and dirty laundry. Martinez, your loca host of Maz TV. Just wanted to check in with y'all and let you know to catch our show every Saturday at 8.30 a.m. on Channel 20, DirecTV, Dish, and AT&T Uverse. Tune in. Yeah, welcome back to Twin Talk with Jose and Angel. I'm Jose. And I'm Angel. And we're broadcasting live from Theo Luis's garage in, <laughs> on TwinTalkCast.com. And we also do it at our, the largest internet radio network in the world. 
That's live365.com. Just look for our radio station. It's called Twin Talk Cast Radio. Two words, Twin Talk Cast Radio. I want to remind everyone that you give us a call at 626-275-8946 throughout the show or give us a chat on our Facebook wall. Go to Twin Talk Show and um, give us your call, uh, comments or uh, questions or whatever um, regarding anything you want to today. It's open mic night for you guys. I also want to remind you that tonight I will be having my edition of Patriot Pass, which is a segment in the show that uh, where I like to use my my I like to practice my right uh, for freedom of speech. And um, man, that came out really horribly wrong. That's where I exercise my freedom of speech right as protected on the Constitution. <laughs> Hey, check it out. So, like, um, and the topic is going to be police body cams. Go ahead, bro. Well, that's good, eh? I, uh, there's there's a lot of things. You know, I would, I, I'm, I'm, there, something needs to happen. And in the sense that people need to vote, people need to rise up, whether it's, you know, yes, go ahead and protest, but also vote. Uh, and vice versa, go ahead and vote, but also protest. <laughs> Because there's a lot going on, as you know, not only the the the, uh, the militarization of our police, but did you know today that Monsanto was trying to sneak through? Because <clears throat> the, the the city of Los Angeles had passed the uh, this uh, no genetically modified seed uh, zone, okay, right? Uh, and then uh, the uh, some politician in Bakersfield somehow threw something over here at the courts over here or at the at the council over here trying to beat it out which uh, you know Bakersfield is the cent- the agricultural area of of uh, of California of California which has a lot of Monsanto over there so you know we don't know that's going on cuz we're busy you know doing whatever we're doing and I'm not knocking you know but there's things going on meanwhile the trans pacific partnership uh is is going by very quietly the, the president said he's going to uh he's going to be for it uh and and other politicians what this is is what this is is basically a a privatization of the whole uh, of 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 everyone's countries, it's going to be a partnership in the with different countries throughout the the world that are going to be in agreement with this to be able to exchange commerce and make business and have market share without caring about the sovereignty or what the people think. If we think that they're perhaps destroying the environment and we don't want them to do it, they could sue us. They could sue the president. They could sue whoever they want. So you know, I we need to start. It's so, up, it's so you know? funny that you're bringing that up because it seems so not your personality to go to be uh, uh, against the TPP because of course um, would. The, uh, or against of- against globalization um, because of course um, when things like that that's another way to institute the um, the um, the globalization and one world order and all that stuff where we do lose our sovereignty and there's other ways that our our government is doing that. So we need to stay informed on that. And that's why we shouldn't be so distracted with other stupid things that uh, the media puts out. But not like, not our media. (laughs) There it is, ladies and gentlemen. There it is. There's that guttural beat that grabs you from the loins and says, it's time to listen. It's time for... Multimedia journalist. 
friend of the radio show, friend of yours truly and his twin brother. The girl with the pink headphones, the girl with the skinny on all the news. The awesomest chicken radio. I hope she doesn't realize it because she'll go get a real radio job. Jackie Casa. Hi, guys. Hello. Hi, Jackie. I'm I'm so sorry that I have brought cooties again to the garage. I right. hope you guys don't mind with my little mojillo pile and no problem. I was going to grab some of those while oranges, you were talking, but no more. Yeah, maybe what? not. <laughs> while you were on a rant, I threw a roll of toilet paper. I noticed the Lisa's garage. Uh, chicken. Some toilet paper fell on my face, and uh, <laughs> thank goodness, though, because I was uh, really in need of it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How are you guys doing? I miss you guys. I know. It's just I, uh, we know you do. I miss you guys a lot, <laughs> all the time. By the way, you've been doing this 3 a.m. shift at uh, Telemundo for how long now? Over a year now. I can't even believe it. At it's first, been over a year. How it, uh, it's really awful, isn't it? It's difficult. Oh, it takes... You know what? It's not for everybody. I will say that it is physically impossible for some people to do that shift. But I've seen people get is. sick. Yes. Physically ill cannot work anymore I did it for three and a half years myself. It's hard. It was awful. It's not easy. It takes work to do this shift. You guys are number one now. Yeah, we are. Number one Hispanic, what? Uh, We're the number one Spanish media station in in the month of November, which is a high... Very, very, very good month to be in. It's one of the, what they call the, where they uh, calculate the ratings, Nielsen ratings, uh, from all of um, L.A. households, L.A. County, Southern California. Mm-hmm. And we were rated number one nice. in yes, the Yes, the coveted markets. number one spot in the L.A. market. Yay. It is. It is because a lot of the L.A. market is Hispanic, eh? Yeah. <laughs> Did you hear me? It's Hispanic, documented or not. Um. <laughs> we're number one. We're in, we actually got mimosas at work, which I didn't even know we could do. Well, would, oh, let me tell you something. Mimosas. The news industry is about that. They've cut back a lot. Dude, you should have texted me. I would have come down for some mimosas. I know, right? I only what have one. What is it one. about the mimosa, dude? It's such a good it's thing. The bubbly. And, the, <laughs> and you, like, it's really like, it's, it can appear as orange juice, but there's real alcohol in it. Mm. And if you have enough of them. Mm. Well, it's, it's champagne <laughs> and orange juice mixed. Yeah. You yeah. know, have you ever been on a hot air balloon? No, I've never done that before. It's really cool. You go up there, and it's like nothing you've ever... Fi- it's not like a helicopter or a plane. You just, you're just up there. You're just floating. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but when it's you land... It's really quiet. Huh? But my point... Yeah, really quiet, except for the... <laughs> but the really neat thing is when you land or crash, because it's all landings are crash landings, <laughs> after you land and the chase car gets there and they break down the, 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 the nylon fabric and the, you're standing next to the basket, they open up a little... They pull out a little table... And they open up a little, they throw down a little ma- uh, little cloth. Was this like a date or something that you were on? No, I was actually working. Oh, <laughs> But it's okay. great for a date. A this date. sounds like a date. But it does. <laughs> let me tell you, they put out a little table, just a little small table, kind of like those TV tray tables, uh-huh. something small like that. And uh, they put a tablecloth on it. And they pull out a mimosa mix and with, with glasses for everyone. And everyone gets served mimosas. And the captain of the ship or basket We'll say, we'll say a little uh, ritual, a little thank the basket you. case. They'll, he'll thank the sky, he'll thank the winds, and he'll thank everything for letting us go into the sky and land safely. And then you do a cheers. It's a great little ritual. It's fun. Is this every everything yes. basket pilot? That yes, says that? it's a tradition. <laughs> 
Huh. It's Best really, really neat. <laughs> Interesting. I, I really recommend. I mean, are you, you and I've Sandra, never done that. You and I've Sandra never should, the neat thing. I'm sorry. I would you? Would you, you? I'd be scared. I'm a. I'm yeah, scared. scared. I'm scared of heights, eh? And I need to be like not on a balloon. Well, I'm going to tell you guys something that I don't know if you guys know, but I've gone skydiving before. Nah. Yes. Oh, awesome! I've done skydiving before. I did it a few years ago. I would probably never do it again. <laughs> and I don't even know how I did that in did the first scare, place. Did, did you go to Paris? Paris? Because like? I did. I went yeah. to Paris, and uh, it was awesome. But I would never yeah. do it again. <laughs> you I were scared. No you, I, you, I, were you know scared? what? I'm more scared now than when I did it. Uh-huh. I don't know why. Uh-huh. It's because when you get older, <laughs> you start thinking about your mortality. I've, I've been, I, I guess so. I, I've been skydiving too, and, and now I won't do it. Um, I did. You uh, skydove? Yeah, like 10, 10 15 years ago uh, after a day of shooting there in Paris Lake. Mm-hmm. The irony is we were doing a story about these aerobatic guys who oh, crashed okay. together, and uh-huh. one of them lost his leg, and his friend died. Oh, God. And then we went up and jumped. But anyway. Oh, my God. How do you lose your leg, eh? Just catch it on the way down. Eh? <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, so, um, but I also did uh, bungee jumping. Like, I started like 20 years ago, and Mm -hmm. I did five bungee jumps in a matter of about a year and a half. And every single time was terrifying. Yes. I never got over the fear. And and yet you kept wanting to do it again because it's sort of like... uh, Adrenaline? Not so much the adrenaline for me as it was like, I got to conquer this fear. Mm. I never got over the fear. And the last time I jumped, I literally got to a point where like, wait a minute. I, you always know this, but I might die this time. Yeah. And I'm leaving my kids fatherless, single dad, and everything. <laughs> I said, no. And that was it. I didn't <laughs> do it again. Bungee and jumping, I've never <laughs> wanted to do because I'm scared of like snapping my neck or something like that. And usually it's <laughs> over like a lake or a river somewhere, and I don't know how to swim. So if my rope snaps, I'm going to die because it'll be... You don't be know how in- to swim? I don't know how to swim. <laughs> I'm either going to drown or I'm going to die on impact from the jump. So I'm fucked. So I've oh, never, Jackie. ever been interested in bungee jumping. Uh, well, but you- skydiving I've done, and I don't know how in the hell I did that. I've done neither, and I won't. <laughs> I've don't. seen it. A bungee, scary. bungee jumping isn't... There is no real snap. And the, the 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 bungee stretches and then it pulls you up and I, you don't feel anything crazy about it. I don't know, I you don't feel, feel like, like a jerk or nothing. No, yeah. all, not at all. The only thing is when you get to that I point do. when you when you if I was jumping off of there, I feel like a jerk. <laughs> when you hold on a second, I got music playing in the background. Hold on, let me stop this. Anyway, so when you get to that point when you go to zero gravity after it stretches you back up, uh-huh. and then right before you come back down, yeah. you get that weird heebie-jeebie things in your stomach. <laughs> Anyways, on the line with us is Flo. She's our contact from the Pacific Northwest. Can you hear us, Flo? Yes. Okay, so this is a surprise call because you don't know why we're calling. But Angel wants to ask you. A, I have no idea. Uh, so where are you right now, Flo? I'm in my car. Oh, you don't <laughs> want to tell us what location, though, right? Oh, I'm like in the Beverly Hills West Hollywood area. Oh, foofy, foofy. My brother was explaining something that in the Pacific Northwest, there is an immigration of people that go there to uh, essentially harvest buds um, from the marijuana plants using scissors. Tell them, Angel. Tell them, Angel. They're called the scissor grints. Have you heard of them? I have not heard of them. You know, the mix between immigrants and scissors. Explain why that's the case, Angel. Because they're immigrants. They're uh, typically from the U.S., you know, they're not like immigrants out of outside of the U.S. They emigrate from other parts of from the country. other parts of the country because they know that there's an underground market or uh, job 
uh, 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 jobs and snipping after the, uh, the the marijuana has been harvested. They they snip them in houses. They just snip them with scissors. And basically, they it's a room of people with scissors snipping away, listening to radio, having a good old time, getting paid by the pound. You've never heard of that, huh? I've never heard of that. I know that Washington is a, is a, has a very large marijuana community, and they would have like a, like marijuana um, festivals about once a year and everything. Oh. So, but I've never heard of that specifically. <laughs> marijuana festival. Wow. Huh? Did you ever attend it? No. No, I never attended it, but everybody would talk about it every year. Hey, hey Raina uh, uh, or Flo. Um, what are you wearing? <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we'll let you go so you can drive safely through this uh, traffic. Uh, anything else you want to add before you go or a uh, shout-out? <laughs> I am – no, I'm good. Thank you. <laughs> All right, have a good night. Thanks for uh, taking our call. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Oh, my gosh, Angel. <laughs> Anyway, so all right, let's go. So we should get back to the news and dirty laundry. Yeah, let's get started, guys. Uh, we have a lot of news this week. A much anticipated report investigating torture methods carried out by the CIA during the Bush administration was released this week. The report has taken nearly five years to produce and was widely expected to condemn the controversial torture program. In fact, the Secretary of State John Kerry asked if the to consider the delaying of the release of the report given the ongoing threat of ISIS and uh, the safety of American hostages aboard. Of course, that was something that was denied and was released this week with all the details. The uh, multiple pages report was had some pretty gruesome, uh, gruesome details in it. Some of it with the interrogations uh, claiming that they lasted for days on end detainees forced to stand on broken legs go about 180 hours in a row without sleep also another detail of the report stated that a prison was so cold one suspect essentially froze to death wow what are you doing what what are you doing angel uh, i i hey, we got an audio of that Jose. why don't you put it on man we got an audio of 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 the torturing of course, one of the other details that was most popular about the report was the waterboarding. The CIA had previously said that only three de detainees were ever waterboarded. But according to the records uncovered by the report, said there may have been much more than the three subjects. It, well, you know, we got, we got some audio of that torturing. It's really boring. Hey, man, that's not a movie, man. That's a test pattern, man. Oh. <laughs> Wait a second. It's, it's funny. There it is. Here it is, right there. Look at. That must be the waterboarding they're talking about. That sounds like Dick Cheney. <laughs> Leave him alone, Dick. Wow. <laughs> Leave him alone, Dick. You know what let me tell you. Now, old man, you are making me lose my temper. <laughs> Wait, let them let them Calm finish. Calm down, old 
<laughs> it's funny that CAA guy sounds like a Russian. <laughs> it's Dick Cheney. Oh. Would you like a cigarette, Orkman? How about this one? Now, old man, sign the papers. Oh, what do the papers say? They are merely a statement saying you have not been mistreated while you have been here. <laughs> That's horrible. Uh, yeah, yeah, That's yeah. horrible. Uh, so, uh, like I said, with this waterboarding, as uh, sounds torturous as it is, apparently uh, led to convulsions and vomiting. During one session with one of the detainees, he became completely unresponsive with bubbles rising through his open, full Mouth. He was waterboarded at least 183 times, according to the report described as escalating into a series of near drownings. Let me tell you, these the uh, this is you know it, it's it's probably really like uh, disgusting to us and it's shocking to us, but in those circles of the CIA and and, and clandestine operations, clandestine. Those clandestine, clandestine operations <laughs> endorsed by you know these uh, governments is not new, uh, and and I, I think that uh, when they let these this this uh, stuff out, it's because they've already done it, you know, and so they want to seem like they're good people now because we we made a mistake in the past, but they're going to continue doing this. But what's your opinion of it, though? I don't think that they should do this. I think that uh, for one, uh, there's a lot of. Uh, Specialists and people that uh, CIA people have spoken out that this kind of uh, stuff isn't good. Eh? It doesn't give them any. I mean, if you were being tortured, I would tell them what anything they want. dude. I you would tell them whatever you want. There was the report, which, the report which concluded that the interrogation techniques never really gave them any sort of intelligence about imminent terrorist attacks or it didn't conclude any information that came from the program. Interesting. At all. Interesting that, that they say that because. Um, in response to that report coming out, there has been a website put up uh, ostensibly by the CIA called CIAsavedlives.com. <laughs> no, it's legit. It really is. <laughs> and, it, and it's to defend the fact that they save lives utilizing these, um, these techniques. Um, you can go to it. It's CIAsavedlives.com, and it has a, 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 a picture a, of Rambo on there. A link. And um, it's all there. I mean, it talks about the detainee, detainee reporting pivotal for the war against Al-Qaeda. Uh, this report's called Detainee Reporting on Al-Qaeda 2004, Reporting on Terrorism, and all kinds of different links. Also, there's, a, there's even links to George Tenet's book. Huh, I wonder if George Tenet had something to do Who's with this. Who's George Tenet? The former, the sec- uh, George Tenet, the former Secretary of Defense. Oh, is he still this? Still, why do they? You know, like, this so. is like you got to help me out on this, Jose. the The Secretary of Defense, and all we're doing is offense. I don't get this. You know, that's all we've been doing for years and years is offense, and we have the person of Secretary of and, Defense. And, uh, that is such a like no, no angel it's defense, in your face. But but you're 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 changing the semantics here. Defense meaning. Um, the the programs of the military and and what have you not um, the strategy 
Okay, the Secretary of Defense, his job is. I know what you mean. I know what it is. I know it's a department so, so that, so they're that, just arguing that the umbrella. Semantics. No, the umbrella covers offense and defense. It shouldn't be called Secretary of Defense because it implies to us it's a, it's more than semantics. It's brainwash. It makes us. It makes him look like uh, more less of a villain that he already is. Because the bottom line is we're we're you know we're sending people to war for nothing, and 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 it's a Secretary of. Defense. One of the money numbers that was released as part of this report, apparently the CIA relied on two um, psychologists um, that to help them develop and run this interrogation program with apparently no experience as in with interrogation or any sort of specialized knowledge of Al Qaeda. Right. Um, so they created this committee and then they created a company which the CIA outsourced to them. They were paid eighty million dollars. Eighty million dollars in order to run this uh, to beat up a bunch of Al Qaeda people. Interesting. Going back. I mean, couldn't we just hire like gangbangers and well, to do that job? Like, did we have to spend eighty million dollars on these psychologists about interrogation techniques? I know there's some homies and homeboys over there in like East LA or something that could have come up with some solid shit to Easy. get information. They out. would have been a homes. I'm going to give you a Charlie horse if you don't tell me. I say. Uh, back to the website. George Tenet says. Uh, George Tenet has a statement on this website. Uh, uh, among the th- many things, among the paragraphs, it says, no one should blindly accept the committee's assertions without a careful reading of the rebuttals by the SSCI minority, which is the uh, Senate Select Committee on Intelligence. And he continues on to say things like, um, these documents show beyond a shadow of doubt that the detention and interrogation program operated by the CIA in the aftermath of 9-11 was directed by the president with the oversight of the National Security George Council Bush. and the legal authorization of the AG. He also says it is regrettable that the committee, the committee consciously chose to denigrate the integrity and performance of men and women who gave their all to protect the country. And one more thing I want to say. The documents, he says, will demonstrate that at a time of grave threat to the U.S., the program was effective in saving American and allied lives and so on and so forth. So they're, they're really coming back to the point that they actually they're made a website. It. They're defending it. But uh, now, nah, dude, you, the CIA, they're the ones who, who tumble... Here's what, but the, uh, no, Charlie, dude. No, I don't. But when we have, here's the deal. But when we do have angel, when we do have enemies, you cannot. You mean when we're creating? Uh, let me finish this. You cannot deny that we have enemies, regardless of how they are created. Okay, that we do have people that want to fly airplanes into our buildings or bomb us or whatever you might think that they want to do. Don't. Wouldn't you think you'd want to use every resource possible to prevent that? And people say they be, they believe that this is a way to have that have saved lives, you know. I mean, it's a hard thing to it's a thin line. Signs the paper. Let me just mention that in this report there was uh, details of at least five detainees being fed their uh, they were subject to rectal feeding. So well, wait, they feeding they, they them get their the... own feces. That's pretty gross. So <sighs> how is this really helpful? That's a pretty self-sustainable. Well, you know, here's pretty a, self-sustainable, eh? No, here's the deal. I mean, look, one, listen. Here's the deal. If it was the other way around, when, when our soldiers are in another on our enemy's hands, I'm sure that they don't adhere to any kind of Geneva um, convention or What's anything like face? that. What's his face? Oh my! I can't believe I can't think of his face. He was a um, prisoner of war. John McCain. Yes, he's he, a, he's totally against. He's it. totally yeah. against this torturing, the waterboarding, because he's yeah. a prisoner of war. He's been through. He knows the psychological, yeah. physical impacts of it. 
and uh, and there's only completely against us. And really, yeah, there's only so much that you could do, or so, there's, there's only so much information you know. So, like, I bet you they can draw that out pretty quick. And if they have you there forever, it's not like they're gonna, you know, draw information that you don't know. At right? some point, you, the well dries up. Yeah, but yeah. You know, another thing too is think about this. <laughs> At some point, he stops. Think, of, think about this, though. Think about this. Um, yeah, um, I agree. Is it really effective? I do believe that this uh, enhanced interrogation techniques that they call them. Um, I do believe that there is a modicum of effectiveness, effectiveness that goes along with it. Um, I do also believe that there are times where people will just say anything to get them to stop. So there is that factor. On the other hand, it is also it can also be utilized as a um, a form of intimidation to other potential enemies. Other people will say, you know what, I don't want to be part of this war against America because, man, if they catch me, I'm going to eat my own crap. So do you think that, because the concern is the, the possible safety concerns of releasing this report, people are concerned that, that this could upset them. So do you think maybe that by releasing it, it could sort of strike some fear in some opposing yes. groups of the U.S. and maybe... Re- not, retaliation? Maybe uh, not retaliate. Maybe be in fear. Um, no, I'm, I don't know. But I, I, I walk a, f- a fine line. It's a big gray area for me because I really believe. While I hope that there's situations where our national security is not compromised, I'm also very much in the in the, in the thinking of you know what that information is our information. That information is yours and mine and my brother's because the, the America, is, the government and the military is working for us. So while I, while I am worried about national security, I do believe that things need – that information should not be held just to be held for – just for the power of it to hold it. So there is a very much – a very much a um, – I'm very much on the fence about that. Whether or not there's retaliation from it, you know what? The retaliation's going to happen no matter what. True. They're against us already. True. So if it helps to release that information for us, you know, to learn from or whatever, release it, dude. They were in there. If they would have had some gangsters in there, they were all, where you from, man? You know, before we move on, I, where I, you from? I, I, do want, I do want to recommend to our, our listeners uh, to go on Netflix and watch a documentary called we steal secrets. It's uh, about the whole WikiLeaks uh, Julian Assange situation, and it pose, poses that question: uh, You know, is information free? Is it ours? Um, was um, Julian Assange a hero or not? And it really puts into the question because um, the conventional thinking is that we need to keep secrets from the America from our own people in order for for us to be secure. But do we? And it's a really good documentary. I recommend it. What else do you have got now, babe? Okay, moving on, guys. As we know, the coveted uh, spot of the Time Magazine Person of the Year is always at the at the biggest talk um, at the end of the year. Now, we have had released this morning who that person is. Uh, do you guys know who they are? Um, um, I did a little research, so I do know. But go on. Drum roll. Uh, Miley Cyrus. <laughs> oh, God, no. <laughs> it's actually the Ebola fighters. The Ebola fighters were selected <laughs> as the person of the year for Time Magazine. This was just released this morning as far as who they've selected. Is that a cartoon been, or something? The collective. No, Ebola. The people are fighting Ebola. No. The collective person of the Oh, I thought it was like <laughs> the Avengers yes. or something. Technically, it's always like 
a person, but this time it was kind of a group. It was a group of, a group of several that <laughs> fought Ebola um, <laughs> overseas. Uh, there, there's been a, as we know, a huge outbreak of Ebola in uh, this last year, and the magazine's editors have announced that they would like to claim the fighters against this outbreak as the person of the year. Of course, Ebola has claimed more than six thousand lives, mostly in West Africa. More than seventeen people have been diagnosed um, as infected. And it's been one of the world's most um, uh, taken over the world as far as one of the most dangerous um, illnesses. Essentially, they're paying time is paying uh, a homage to the brave caregivers, nurses, ambulance drivers, doctors, and healthcare workers who rose to this challenge. You know what? what? Let me tell you. <clears throat> let me tell you. I I was following that, and uh, this. Um, this guy uh, did a, a small pieces of uh, reporting on uh, one of these uh, in, internet YouTube channels. Mm-hmm. Brilliant piece. He was on the ground. I don't <clears> know. <throat> he, uh, his uh, white guy, um, uh, probably American, on the ground in, in Africa. And indeed, these these uh, people that had hardly any uh, what do you call it uh, infrastructure of, of medical. How do you say it, Jose? Like any like what we have resources here. Mm-hmm. And and uh, he talked to people that were going to people's houses and picking up bodies, you know, and how they had to do. That's crazy. Uh, the the personal protective equipment. And he talked to doctors at hospitals where they were turning people were sleeping outside because they wouldn't let them in because there wasn't enough. Everyone they talked. That's to amazing. That's crazy. They were, you know, people wouldn't get near other people, including this guy, and they were so selfless. The people that he uh, mm-hmm. that he interviewed. They he he always posed the question something of like aren't you afraid you know what about the dangers and always they answered something like uh, where it was in Liberia and they're all oh yes no this is it has to be done and I'm doing this for, for the people of my country always I'm doing this for the people of my country you know that's yeah. awesome so it was really selfish I I, I like that it I like that it well like I said this year they uh, time decided to pick a group uh, rather than one individual and its choice decided to spotlight on one of the world's most pressing. Uh, medical global problems in deciding upon uh, the quote-unquote person of the year the magazine considers the person or persons most affected uh the, the news and our lines for good or bad and embody what was important about the year this year's runners-up included pop music artist taylor swift apple ceo tim cook nfl commissioner roger goodell and um, uh, the Ferguson protesters were actually runners-up as well oh, yeah, for yeah. the selection of this uh, time person of the year. As we remember, last year, 2013, the time person of the year was the Pope. And wasn't That's 2012 right. Occupy? I believe so, yeah, the, is, occup- the Occupy I think that, people. I think the Ferguson would have been a good choice, too, Lee, because, I mean, even now it's still happening just, you know, up in Berkeley, I, Oakland. I, I vehemently disagree with that. And if you want to, if, I'm sorry. The reason why I, I think it's great because, you know, there 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 is a problem in, in, in what's happening that needs to be addressed, and it won't be addressed unless people are making noise out of it. And a lot of us people either either against it or what's the word you always use? apathetic i'm really happy with their selection i get the whole ferguson thing i i get it but these are people that have pretty much put their lives on the line to help others Uh, and ferguson i don't necessarily agree that everyone mm. is really for the cause sometimes i think they're just you know jumping on the bandwagon bandwagon and they're just kind of like woo 
Chaos I think and Madness. I, the fact that they even consider them is utterly ridiculous because science first well, paper. Well, because it's first not necessarily for good or bad. It's who's impacted. Impacted. That's a very year. good point. But think about it. If anybody, give it to the police officer. But no. If not you're talking Charlie, about impacting, man. yeah, give it to the police officer. Not Charlie. Why? If you're going to give it to a, a group of people who supposedly impacted, who are all who are totally, totally in denial. Because the overwhelming evidence shows that this was not a racist issue, that indeed the police officer was defending himself, that the guy who died, unfortunately he died, was a criminal. His mom his dad are criminals. His grandmother's in the hospital because he put her in the hospital. Did you know that? Yes, he did. And you know what? I'm sorry. You play with fire, you get burnt. The poor kid shouldn't have died, but guess what? He attacked a police officer. They're all denying that. So if anybody should be put on the, they should put them as the nincompoops of the year because they're they're totally in denial. Yes, there are plenty of racist cops. There are racist people in this world, but uh, Daryl uh, Daryl Ferg- uh, Ferguson, Daryl Wilson did not shoot this kid down because he's a racist. He was defending himself. Bottom line. Uh. The evidence is overwhelming. Just accept the evidence. Jose, How about let's agree on this? No, let's agree. No, let me finish real quick. No, let, you already finished. But let, let me, me let's agree no, on this. Let me real tell you. Let's let me agree no, on this. Let me tell you because let's agree on this. Let me just throw it out there, Angel. Let me just throw it out there. Let's agree that there's racism and that there are racist police and that there are police, whether they're racist or not, that are brutal and they're uh, uh, exploiting their position. I agree, but this situation. Please don't use this one as your banner. It's the wrong one. But you know the the thing about it, it it, it doesn't matter. It does. It doesn't matter what they're using at the as a banner. It, the the point is that it got to this point. Whether you know whether there was an indictment or not, or whatever you say, this is not because of this particular only one, dude. It's just like the the straw that broke the camel's back. And mm-hmm. and and you know so, what? So you got to look at the bigger picture and 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 don't marginalize because. You're like all technical and stuff. No, you know what? Because, but think about because, think about the policeman's life. He's his life is ruined now because he's been accused I, of Jose, being a racist. I'm thinking no about, one thinks about Jose, I'm thinking about life. Period. Okay, so you want to sacrifice a man's life who has a family? No, and I'm no not. Longer has Nobody's a sacrificing nobody's you are, life. But he's in hiding now. Death no. threats and everything. He could have been exonerated. He could have been said, you know what? The evidence shows. Accept it. But no one wants to exonerate him. They want to kill him. Jose, but but Jose, the bigger the bigger problem here. What's is the, the problem? problem? The the like I said, the systematic problem of. Uh, of the, uh, the, oh. the the rules of engagement. I agree with you. When police... I agree Okay, with you. so forget where, where what was the trigger of it or what was the, we, the straw that broke. Yes, we can because there's a bigger fish to fry here and you're, and you're, you're just fucking, excuse me, you just want to stick on a little technicality. No, I don't because, you, listen, there are plenty of... Ca- Angel, if the... Okay, let me, let me respond to you by saying this. If what you're saying is true, and I'm not arguing it, that there's a systematic problem with the way police engage. There is. Let me, I am. Okay, there is. Okay, let me, just, let me finish. I you finish. If there is, then there are plenty of opportunities to do that. There was a black kid, I forgot what state, handcuffed in the back of a police car, was killed. They said he shot himself in the chest and he committed. Let me finish. You went on. Let me finish. I am letting you finish. You're about to start. And, and, and why not use that one? Um, there's a situation where there's plenty of cases where, where black men were killed or there are questionable situations. Why not use that one? I got an Why answer. ruin Darren Wilson's life? Why? Why? I got an answer for you, Jose. 
Okay. It's not justifiable. I got an it's answer. Not. I got an answer. Well, for you've got you. plenty of opportunities. I got an answer for you, Jose. Okay. So let's say you're you've never been a father before in your life, and you want to have a child, and you you want to have more than I one. want to know where this is you going. You want to have more than one child, but you never know if you're even going to have one. And even when you uh, your wife conceives, you have that one. You never know if it's going to be a uh, it's going to go through and it's going to actually be born and all that kind of stuff. Okay, go on. And so you but you want a child and you want a and you want a, a boy, right? You want a boy, right? So you get a girl, okay? And then you're like, tell the girl, oh man, why couldn't you be a boy? You know, I mean, there's a great opportunity. I could have sex with okay, your mother get to the and point. then have you later on. Get to the point. Why couldn't you be a boy? That's my point. You're saying, like, why couldn't it be, you know, why are we hinging on this particular situation when there's so many opportunities? Who cares about the opportunity? The, uh, of, the opportunity is here now, and that's what matters because yeah. we have a bigger fish to fry here. The- you, you know, so, oh, you know, I'm sorry about, you know, so if this guy is innocent, you know, this police officer, whatever. I'm sorry I about think you, that. I think you're but racist. Just, there's a lot of... I uh, think you're racist. A lot of because people... Because he's no, white, you don't care about his no, life. No, I don't. It's not a racist <laughs> thing. It's a <laughs> it systematic is. thing. They're bullies, man. Angel. They're bullies. So, you know, they, every conflict, every generation... Or, it sounds like you're contradicting yourself. Every era, whenever there's any kind of, of, of huge uh, uprising or... Or, or change, there is always a sacrificial lamb, whether it's uh, uh, on purpose or not. Wh- you know, whether it's 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 uh, Darren Wilson or Michael Brown, it's it, it's a sacrificial okay. thing. It's it's a turning point, and we need to focus on the turning point and not on the details of it. Of course, we do, Angel. The because devil is on the details. Angel, of course, we need to because this we're, is a perfect okay, example of that. Stop. We of course we do, because we're talking about a person's life. If you consider it, if you consider a person's life, um, who's been brutalized by police, uh, uh, valuable enough to for to have a turning point, then you should also consider the life. I uh, know. Let me finish. I know. About you should also consider the life of the policeman and his family. This and also you contradict yourself if you think if you say it's so rampant. Then what, you've got plenty of opportunities. I'll say you're repeating yourself for the third well, time. It's I just, heard this it already. doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense. You want to ruin a person's life. No, I and don't. And not only that, if you want to, no, if, I don't you want, want to ruin no one's if life. You want, if you want to also ease racial tensions, because I'm bringing up race, because it did cause racial tensions, then what better opportunity than this to say, hey, ladies and gentlemen, here's a harsh lesson for you guys to learn. This was not a racist issue. Calm down. What a great opportunity! Isn't that about peace and love and chill, Angel? Jose, that's that's even good for your chill you're, lounge. You're 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 stuck on the details. No, it's a big picture. It's about racial racial mm-hmm. tensions. That's a big picture, Angel. Why not use that? The president, for instance, could have said it in a speech. Hey, you know what? I know you don't like it, but this is it. It's not the case. Look for another one. I mean, come on. That's a big picture. That's a big picture. We need to move on because. People don't want to. Uh, just because he's a white police officer, you don't care about his life. No, it's no. Totally. They don't even. Okay, because he's a police officer, you don't care. No, about his life. No, I. I don't say that. I don't care about his life. You continue to put things in my mouth. I don't do that to you, Jose. Don't put things in my mouth. I'm saying. I, I already said what I said. Everyone knows what I said. Whatever. All right, guys. So let's move on. Britain's Prince William and his wife Kate, the Duchess of Cambridge, have. Uh, 
have en- have just ended their three day trip to the U.S. They attended quite a handful of events during their short stay here. <laughs> they went to a gala dinner at the Met, visited the 9/11 memorial, and even attended a basketball game with U.S. quote unquote royalty, Beyonce and Jay Z. However, the basketball player uh, LeBron James caused <laughs> quite a stir. Apparently, he broke royal protocol. Huh? By putting his arm around Kate Middleton. I'm all about that. When they were snapping photos after the game. So let me just set so the stage a little bit. So that? apparently you're not supposed to touch royalty. Okay. So he had shared some um, jerseys with the couple. And um, it, was, it was like a, a photo George op. one. It was a photo op. It was after the game. So he was a little sweaty. <laughs> and he had kind of stained through the shirt some, you know, some sweat stains. And he put his arm around her to take a photo. And there's video of it where she kind of looks over to the right and's like, is that your oh. arm around me? And apparently it's very offensive uh-huh. and rude <laughs> to touch the prince. I mean, touch the duchess. Or, and it well, caused quite uh, a story. The British were furious really? that he touched her. They were super upset. It's because he's black, saying, <laughs> saying, how dare he touch her with his sweaty arm. Indict him. I know, right? It was a photo they op. They were he super was, upset. He was putting his it arm was, it, was, it was probably un- like without even noticing, right? Because that's what you do. Yeah. Yes. I mean, he just, he, it was a photo op, so he just kind of leaned over, put his arm over his shoulder to take the photo. Now, they were saying For several minutes. Well, British I'm so glad that those English people, hey, so what, hey, you loosen up a little bit, eh? Hey, well, they were deal. saying that this is, this. the British were saying this is the lax U.S. way of being and, and, and how, you know, disrespectful they can be. Now, I was thinking... What if it was like a Latino person who would go and hug them and give them a kiss on the <laughs> yeah. cheek? Can you imagine how much more offensive that would have been? Because that's generally hey, what Latinos do. They <laughs> they greet each other with a hug and a kiss, yeah, a kiss. And, and that's what they do. Uh-huh. But LeBron's sweaty <laughs> If it was Tio like, Luis, he would have slapped her in the ass, eh? <laughs> Toma! What's her name? What's her name? Kate. Kate. Toma, Kate. She's a hottie, dude. She's <laughs> really, really pretty. I think they're too uptight. It's no big deal. Uh, first of all, I don't believe in monarchy. You know, put a balarchy, monarchy. Yes, you do, dude. I don't, I'm not into the monarchy shit. <laughs> I ain't. And and so, you know, I, I think apparently she must have handled it okay, right? She did. She, I mean, she really I'm, didn't make a her. big spectacle I, about it. Because I saw the picture, but I didn't know, I didn't read the headline. You have to literally get that one millisecond of a snap yeah. where she happened to look over to the right when his arm was I watched the her. video. I watched the video. But it was not it. obvious like he was, she was not making a fuchi face. She wasn't face. discomfort or anything. She was though. still, I mean, smiling through it and going to She probably left it off later. She probably went back, you know, the Maybe other inside. Maybe inside she was dying and disgusted. You really couldn't tell. All jealous. You left liked it, huh? <laughs> yeah, she's like, you liked it, huh? She's like, ooh, I got a black man's arm around He's me. He's touching ooh. me. Ooh. But yeah, the, it was such a I wonder if the deal. myth is true. The uh, UK media was like all over this and how upset they were that he oh broke gosh. royal protocol. I think it's overrated, the monarchy and the way the, the way they people uh, do that. It, it really is. It's, it's he should just, just, it's ridiculous. He should do a tour of England now. Do a, a goodwill LeBron? tour. <laughs> LeBron James goodwill tour. Women are going to be lighting up to get that hug. Too. Yeah, and they'll do like a selfie with LeBron. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I, yeah, I mean, the British, I mean, bless their heart, but they're just, you know. Well, I'd say, old chap, let you me went over there, didn't you? I did, and I totally can get that whole, because they're very, I don't want to say. Stiff-necked. Yeah, I want to say a little 
cold, mm. not like they're mean they're necessarily, yeah. but they're not very affectionate. Mm. And they're not very into, you know, hugs and stuff. It's kind of really weird. Mm. And um, I go around grabbing my friends, you know, girl, girl, any girl, I'll grab their ass. What's up, baby? That explains Colin, <laughs> whatever that guy named from <laughs> the That's horrible, actually. <laughs> What's up, baby? No. What's up, baby? <laughs> Hey, toots. I love when I'm at a, like, IHOP and the, the maid walks out of the bay. The waitress walks up and I'm like, hey, toots. Smack her in the ass. That's terrible. I like that wreckage so right there. Look at that. Smack that ace. Let's move on from one controversial photo to another. The L.A. Dodgers have received backlash from angry fans over a recent photo the team posted on its Twitter account showing first baseman Adrian Gonzalez handing a Dodger jersey to the president of of Mexico. Ah. President Enrique Peña Nieto has recently been on the forefront of the allegations of corruption and calls for resignation from him over the disappearance of the 43 Mexican college students uh, that disappeared last September. Peña Nieto's uh, last name was on the back of the customized jersey along with Gonzalez's own jersey number 23. The photo was uh, posted on Twitter on its social media. Where was it and taken? started making the rounds. It was in Mexico City so, where so uh, Gonzalez guy, yeah. presented this jersey to him. So he, presi- he was in the Presidencia. He went to Mexico. Then. Yeah, he went to Mexico and he, uh, Gonzalez had received an award and he gave uh, this jersey to Peña Nieto. Well, not, a, so not good timing for him. Huh? That was people he's, were watch, he's gonna super get booed. upset. When baseball season starts, he's going to get booed every time he goes to bat. It was pretty stupid of uh, the Dodgers to allow that. Yes, uh, well, they haven't actually released any sort of comment or statement about the photo. And the last time I checked, the photo was still up. And neither did Gonzalez have a comment. But people have been very upset over what's been going on. As we know, it, you know, we've had protests here in the homeland. But in Mexico, there's been several, several hundred protests, even burnings yeah. of federal government buildings because of no results of these missing college students. So is this kind of like... A slap in the face on behalf of Dodgers, or just bad timing. I think the Dodgers. I think the Dodgers um, had bad timing uh, because this would not have happened. I mean, this would not have been a controversy if it hadn't been that recent situation with the students. The interesting thing about those students that went missing is that it went from you know a local issue where people were protesting the mayor and his corrupt wife uh, for being part of it with the cartel, and now it's gotten to the point where I don't know. I, I guess I haven't kept up. Where now the um, the country is accusing the president of being in on it, it of is, covering it up. Check it out. It's been going on, and it's growing and growing and growing. And if you think people are mad at the police here, they're more mad at the police over there. Uh, um, what's going on, dude, is what ha- it's because the, 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 cor- the government is so corrupt over there. Uh, excuse me. Let me re- re- the, the narco culture over there, the, the narco cartels over there, are so intertwined into the the government uh, uh, infrastructure that uh, this is not the, the these forty three is not the first. There's thousands and thousands that have been missing in the last ten or so years that people just disappear. You can't uh, say anything against anyone in politics if they're touched if they're involved with the cartels. The cartels are terrorizing everybody and they're killing them and they're disappearing. So this is kind of like the the Ferguson of Mexico. This is the straw that broke the camel's back. Yeah. Not because it's not just forty three; it's thousands of people that have been coming up. And you know what? The U.S. 
uh, and and I would say uh, the CIA has a lot to do with this because, as you know, the U.S. has given a lot of arms, a lot of uh, uh, arms to Fast and Furious. Uh, uh, Eric Holder and Obama were all part of it. And uh, well, the it doesn't matter which which it's it it's does the matter. U.S. government. It does matter because it, it's rapid. It, you know, last time you know what happened in Guantanamo that was that was Bush. What happened? Um, it does matter. It, yeah, it all matters. Uh, it's all one big uh, agenda, it, and you know. Uh, what they did, what they did back, what did Ronald Reagan do in the in the eighties? He he started crack cocaine, uh, uh, bringing it over from the the Central America, uh, uh, making all the people in the suburb in the urban areas, uh, um, you know, drug addicts. This is basically the same thing, you know. Um, uh, give these people the the. The uh, uh, the power, the narco power, so that they you're can... Going, you're so going around. Can and you get to a point? What then? I'm saying is... What I'm saying this is... This is not like a patriot The pass. uprising here in the U.S. of the police and the, over there, is, it's all related. It's all related. Let me go ahead and read some of the tweets that were posted on this photo. Someone said, way to appeal to your Mexican fans, Dodgers. You just gave a jersey to the butcher of Mexico. Mm-hmm. Another tweet said, are you guys that clueless? Do you not see what is happening in Mexico? Dodgers, take it down. Someone else said, I cannot believe it happened. Peñaneto is a mafia, pure ma- mafia. He, is. he totally is. He is. I, I mean, he's, you know, uh, you know, he is. What? Well, I, I got to give me opportunity to talk. You've been talking for three, four minutes. Jeez Louise. So, um, uh, like I said, no comment on behalf of Dodgers or Gonzalez, but people are super upset about it. You know, it. when uh, when Walter O'Malley... Go on, I'll just turn off my microphone. Let me tell you, no, you know, Fernando Valenzuela <laughs> yeah. was, was Walter O'Malley's... Hold on, I have his, his autograph right here, look, in this vault. Fernando Valenzuela was Walter O'Malley's dream. He wanted to, uh, because you know, you know what happened in, in, uh, right. in Chavez Ravine. There uh, right. was a bit of bittersweet type thing. The, the the he wanted to tap into the the Hispanic crowds there, or, uh, market there, and he couldn't. And he couldn't. Finally, years later, we had Fernando Valenzuela in the eighties. Was awesome. Next, you know the uh, the all the Mexicans are going to the Dodger games. It was a beautiful thing. I loved watching it, and that's why he will ever forever be a legend there. Now we're gonna lose him again. I don't think that'll happen because uh, uh, the Dodgers are so entrenched. Uh, the Amer- the Mexican American population here in, in Los Angeles is so entrenched with the Dodgers. There will be there will be a damage control yes. uh, campaign for sure. I know. I mean, luckily right now we're not in basketball. I mean, baseball season right yes. now for it to be really a visible backlash yes. in the stadium. By that time, it'll be forgotten. I'm sure. I'm sure of it, and it'll be like Dodgers. But I got to tell you, that was really not smart on their no. part. I know who runs their their publicity. They're <laughs> not smart. Are you going to go tell them? Hey, I'm going to say something. <laughs> Shoot that person an email and say, "Good God, yeah. person, read your news." Yes. All right, guys, moving on. Let's move on to this kind of interesting story. Earlier this month, blogger Lisa Henderson announced that she and her husband have decided to cancel Christmas. The family who lives in Utah will still put up decorations, but presents from Santa are a no-go this year for their kids. Apparently, she posted on her on her blog and said that they've been battling this uphill battle with their kids, and it's one of their biggest struggles as a parent these days in middle-class America. Their kids have been acting out, ungrateful, and, well, quite frankly, they just decided to cancel Christmas. Good for them. So that's what they did. So they posted it on their blog and they said the kids are not going to get any, uh, they're not going to get Christmas this year. Of course, their their initial reaction was complete and utter 
sadness and started crying their <laughs> little heads off. But now the only thing that they said that they were going to do is that they were going to learn the lesson, the real lesson of Christmas, and they're going to create a collection of gifts for those that are needy. However, they did get some online backlash saying, how dare they take Christmas away from their kids? <laughs> I'm all for it. Well, I think it's a fantastic idea. Well, Your I, kids are acting like little brats. Guess what? They don't get Christmas presents. Well, here's what I got to say about that. Um, I'm with you there, Jackie. Here's what I got. Are you going to interrupt me, dude? I mean, <laughs> I, you have not let me talk, dude. No, uh, I, here's the deal. Uh, here's why I feel about this. What parent does not go through that situation where their kids, you just can't, they're just unruly, you can't teach them a lesson, and you think you got to let them have it? Mm-hmm. Before I continue, though, why is this a news story? I don't know. We have more important things to watch and listen and read. And uh, why people are making a big deal out of it, I don't know. But on the other hand... Signs the papers on, man. On the other hand, look, <laughs> I do agree with a heavy hand. My brother will attest to, to the fact that I was very much a disciplinarian. But when it comes to Christmas... Sure, maybe you don't need Dude, to... you were CIA, dude. Sure, maybe... Guantanamo and obey, dude. My, I waterboarded my kids, man. My, I used to send my... Signs the papers. I, I used to send my junior high girl uh, to school on a muumuu when she acted up. <gasps> yes, I did. Anyway, <laughs> yes, I did. But anyway, so <laughs> what I'm saying is this. Yes, lay the law down. Don't give them gifts. Have the Christmas dinner. Have the Christmas uh, celebration. Go with family. But don't let him have gifts, you know, or maybe give him a small gift, something that's uh, utilitarian, uh, uh, a new pair of shoes that goes for school or uh, a notebook or a backpack, but none of the toys and tablets that everyone's <laughs> buying them. I don't think we should completely take away Christmas because you know what? We are celebrating Christmas for a reason for, you know, everyone has their own reason. And, a lot, and, and I believe it has give more, him one and, end of the jumper cable and have the other one on a battery. But I believe whether it's you're <laughs> celebrating the, the birth of Christ, like uh, the tradition goes or just to be together as a family and celebrate your, your unity together. It's You know what? This is an indication that this is a systematic problem in the family. If it goes a whole year... We need a protest. You right? know what I mean? It's like... Occupy Christmas. It's like, you know what? They, <laughs> some, if it hasn't worked all year long, you haven't, they haven't done... No, everything was wrong. Everything they did was wrong. They must be really exactly. bad kids. Eh? Exactly. That's well, my point. Well, like I said, initially... Or bad parents. Initially, they had a pretty a pretty uh, lengthy cry, but the family is saying the blogger, the mom is saying now that they are having a clothing drive for the uh, victims of uh, the Philippines that were hit by the typhoon last year. Right. They're having a blast now. They're okay. having a blast now, That's and good. and for most part, they've gotten a positive reaction. I see the but photos of these some- kids. They look bitter. They look really bitter. Dude. Well, in that family you know, photo, I that, mean, that family course, picture. Yeah, that kid's over there. That was my favorite T-shirt. Of course, they wouldn't be too happy about them. I mean, these are these are like little kids. I think the oldest one is like eleven years old. So I'm sure they weren't too happy about it. But I think you know what? It's okay for parents to take a stand. And I think in this particular situation, I I mean, I have little nephews, and I'm amazed that they're you know eight seven years old and they want an iPad for Christmas and I'm just like no no sorry that's too much responsibility I'm almost 30 and just got my iPad so you're not getting an iPad at 8 years old so shut up they don't understand value of it they don't understand that it's a very um, high end uh, piece of equipment that costs money Mm -hmm. and they'll just treat it like uh, like anything but but don't girls get it usually during puberty oh god 
God. <laughs> there had to be a cheesy joke somewhere oh there. My we couldn't have one news and dirty laundry without it. With that, what of Angel's cheesy joke? You had joke. to sneak it in in there in the end. I know. All right, Angel. All right, fine. <sighs> so the Hendersons have canceled Christmas, and they're totally okay with it. I'm okay with it. I, you know what? I think it's okay. Christmas with the Hendersons. Yeah. Yeah, right on. Christmas with the Hendersons. <laughs> like that, that. that sounds like a movie, huh? I like that. <laughs> all right, guys, that's all that I have for tonight. <laughs> so there it is, ladies and gentlemen, the News and Dirty Laundry with Jackie Casas from Telemundo and NBC. Sheep. Now we're going to be back with... Uh, papers, old man. Patriot Pass. <laughs> and also, stay tuned tonight at 9 o'clock, uh, Tales from the Sunset Strip. Willie Bass is going to have his guests... Spacey T. Who is Spacey T? Tune in tonight to check it out. We'll be right back. to catch our show every Saturday at 8.30 a.m. on Channel 20, DirecTV, Dish, and AT&T Tune in. Welcome back to Twin Talk with Jose and Angel. I'm Jose. And I'm Angel. And, you know, the mic was hot, dude. I didn't know. I heard the Mass TV. I didn't yeah, know but usually mic. when Mass TV promo comes on, because it's such a short promo, oh. the mics are hot. Just we kinda, need a light in here. Yeah, yeah, we need a lot of things in Theo Lisa's garage. Anyway, welcome back to Twin Talk with Jose and Angel. I'm Jose. And I'm Angel. And we are broadcasting live from Theo Luis's garage on TwinTalkCast.com. And we're doing it out of the largest internet radio network in the world. That's Live365.com. Just look for our radio station called Twin Talk Cast Radio. Now, we want to remind you that next week on Wednesday will be the last week that we will be on Wednesday. We'll go back to Tuesday nights because next week is the finale of The Voice. So I will be done working Monday, Tuesdays on The Voice. So after that, we go back to Tuesday. Because Tuesday is Twins Day. Tuesday is Twins Day. So uh, right now, we're going to have our music break. Angel, introduce the news. Uh, Our music music break break is brought to you, well, it's from our guests that were here last week. You can catch our podcast with these guests. They are called Thick as Thieves, and the song is Hero. Telling me they don't want to play games So I lost that dream and I lost my faith And I lost my teens and I lost my way I was waiting for a man with no face I was waiting for someone to come and save me Cause I hated me, maybe I could be somebody younger than me Fuck that, put the senses down, I ain't Joe Rivers Now I'll take a second to breathe Cause I'll be the hero now, here and now You're gonna hear every one of us scream We ain't gonna leave, we ain't gonna leave These are the voices of children in need And they feel left behind in the class While they waited for Superman, these kids are just like me I don't know what the fuck is at the bottom of the bottle He could be my hero, the 
Welcome back to Twin Talk Radio. Welcome back to Twin Talk with Jose and Angel. I'm Jose. And I'm Angel. And we're broadcasting live from Theo Luis's garage on TwinTalkCast.com. And Live365.com. Now we've gotten to the part of the show that I like to call Patriot Pass. We started this, I started this segment uh, a couple of years ago during the last presidential campaign when my brother and I would argue much about my my political ideology as and as to whether or not I should discuss it on the radio and on Facebook. And I realized that not only do we get lashback and our political speak is being infringed upon by our government, but even our our uh, own people, you know, um, even your neighbor can ostracize you based on your points of view. But anyways, today I want to talk about the police. I want to talk about, I'm not going to get on the tip, um, the anti-police, police are brutal and racist tip. I'm not. What I'm going to talk about is the fact that uh, given the recent controversies and violence and protests and things that have been going on, the president has passed a couple of executive orders in regards to this, funneling millions, of, asking for millions of dollars to go into the police for not only to uh, equip them, but also to disarm them uh, militaristically, militaristically. 
But one of the things that I find controversial is the fact that uh, the administration wants to propose to, uh, to buy 50,000 body cameras that will be worn by these police. Now, it sounds great. It sounds great. The police are going to be documenting everything. So on one hand, it sounds good because the good cop that might be arresting a minority might and be accused wrongly will have the proof. No, I wasn't a racist and vice versa. But remember this. Police officers don't just respond to violence calls and uh, pull you over for tickets. They also go to domestic calls. They go into your living rooms. They go into your places of worship if necessary. They go into your businesses. And if they're wearing a body camera, they're documenting everything within there. That, therein lies a situation where we might be infringing, they might be infringing upon us by default, infringing on our Fourth Amendment rights. And everything that's recording on that camera is able to be subpoenaed. Do you want to give up your privacy? That is my Patriot Pass. That's uh, Jose uh, exercising the biggest muscle in his body, his mouth, and his Patriot Pass. So, uh, you know, if the cop comes to your place, make sure you're in your jammies at least. Eh? But think about it. How many people, <laughs> how many, um, for instance, immigrants don't call the police because they're afraid that they're going to be deported? Well, what happens with a woman on a domestic dispute who doesn't want to call the police because maybe she doesn't want to give up her privacy because they're going to be recording? So many issues, you know. Just think about that, folks. There's never a panacea. Anyways, we'll be right back with Angel's <laughs> Chill Lounge. That sounds like a piece of bread. <laughs> hey, how you doing? What do you guys know about twins? Nothing. Nothing about twins? Oh, I'm sorry. You know, do you know any twins? No. I'm sorry. Do you want to know a twin? No, thank you. Two. What are conjoined twins? I don't know. I'm, I'm going to be late for work. Three. What do you know about twins? Nothing. Uh, I'm a little busy. Four. Identical twins have matching fingerprints? Uh, I believe so. Same with DNA. Can you name any celebrity twins? How about the girls from all the Devil Mint commercials? If I was to ask you, what is a conjoined twin, what would that be? Um, I don't know. A conjoined twin is either A, a twin with extra joints, B, a twin that joins clubs, or C, a twin that is physically attached to his twin. It's either C or A. Ashton Kutcher. Twin or not? No, but I'm not that I know. He's a twin. Is he? Really? Fraternal. Fraternal. I'm an identical twin. I'm one of the hosts of Twin Talk with Jose and Angel. Do I look like Jose or Angel? Uh, I'm going to say you look like a Jose. Thank you very much. It's kind of weird for a guy saying you look like an angel. Scarlett Johansson, twin or not? She doesn't have a twin, does she? She does. Is she uh, identical? No, actually, it's a fraternal twin. His name is Hunter. Oh, damn. Damn. <laughs> yeah. Do you have your own... Individuality? Thank you. Yes, individuality. Absolutely, we're individual. He's the good-looking one, and I'm the smart one. <laughs> oh, okay. You think Johnny Depp is sexy? I think he's very sexy. Would you date him if he was a conjoined twin? If he would have me, I probably would. Who do you think would be one of the sexiest men alive to you right now? You could say Jose the twin. Um, I'm a lesbian. That's awesome. <laughs> I am so hardcore lesbian myself. You're identical? Yes, we're identical twins. Cool. His name is Angel. Angel, that's a, nice. So if his name is Angel, what do you think my name would be? 
Oh, it could be any A name. I think A names are cool, like Angel and Andre. Or well, my name's Jose. They used to say, "Well, if, if I'm Jose, then he must be Hose B." What do you? Hose B. <laughs> I think that's it. Unless you want to add something to Twin Talk with Jose and Angel. Uh, no, that's good. Thank you for your time, man. How about a shout out to my brother Angel? What's up, Angel? Have a good one, buddy. Hug a twin today. Listen to Twin Talk with Jose and Angel. Tuesdays at 7 p.m. Red White. Hey, how you Kick back. And listen. Sometimes you just have to leave it at the door. You don't bring your dirty shoes in the house. You leave it at the door. Emotions, they're natural, but you don't bring them to work. You leave them at the door. Sometimes when it hurts, you don't bring opinions. You leave them at the door. Your vindictive stance, always leave that at the door. Don't bring your shit and things you can't admit leave those at the door too don't bring your political education religious self-conviction or sexual orientation just leave it at the door and just bring yourself your heart and soul and nothing more chill one love And that's it. That's another edition of Angel's Chill Out. Shoo! We want to thank you all for listening to Twin Talk with Jose and Angel again as we bring it to you live from Theo Luis's garage. Yes. We're so happy that you're there. And tell your friends, please tell your friends. Share our Facebook page to, to everyone, our Twitter, our Instagram, and uh, let us know you did that. And, you know, just let us know, eh? <laughs> And call in. Don't be don't talking. be shy, eh? Call in sometime. 626-275-TWIN, eh? <laughs> Anyways, thanks for listening. I just wanted to uh, read a um, a post uh, regarding uh, the story from News and Dirty Laundry. Uh, Ava chimed in. She says, Jackie, kids nowadays need an iPad for school to do PowerPoint presentations. Don't listen to Jose. Jackie agreed with me. She was saying the same thing. Jackie was the one who said it. Why is it always Jose? Jackie was the one who started with it. Ay, ay, ay. It's always Jose. Vilify Jose. Also, Lourdes, <laughs> Lourdes chimed in and she posted something from the CDC. 
Uh, check it out on our Facebook wall. Anyways, thanks for listening. <laughs> we're going to be back on, t- on Wednesday next week. And then the following week, we're going to be back to Tuesdays. Um, next week is the voice finale. And then we go back to Tuesdays. Because Tuesday is Wednesday. Do we have something lined up already? Uh, no. Yeah, we do. We have great stuff. Tune in next week. Yes, we do. Wednesday night, 7 p.m. We'll let you know so- later. Tonight at 9.05, <laughs> Tales from the Sunset Strip. With, with Willie Bays. Check it out. His guest, Spacey T, is here. What a great show that with is. Him. Awesome stuff. Check it out. I yeah. dig that show. One of my favorites. Uh, All right. Good night, y'all. Shoo!